everyone, and welcome to World Travel Escapes podcast, where we share our travel experiences on places we have visited worldwide. We're your hosts, Beth and Chris Doyle, and today we're talking about Key West, Florida. Beth and I have both been to Key West, both love Key West. So Beth, start us off and let us know the overall feel and why we should go visit. Okay, well, I really I really do love Key West. Um, I think it has a really great island-style vibe, and it's, it's very laid back. It's someplace you can go and relax, or you can go and have fun. They have some beautiful water with nice beaches. The ocean's right there, and it's gorgeous. They also have Mallory Square, which has a lot of artisans there, food, drinks, entertainment. It's just a great place to go to. And of course, they had Duval Street. Duval Street is someplace you cannot miss. You have to go see that. It's got lots of food, restaurants, and of course, bars. So I think this is just a great overall fun weekend or four-day visit that you really want to enjoy. It definitely is a really fun getaway. Go spend a weekend or a couple days at, and you know, let's not forget, it is the southernmost point. So that's, that's a huge thing to go visit down there. But I'll let you get into that when you talk about what they must see when they go. So why don't we move into that? Where should people go and visit when they go down there? What what do they not want to miss? Well, there's quite a few things to do and see down there. Uh, The first thing is you probably want to take a tour. So they do have, of course, the different types of tour buses that you see everywhere. And they also have the conch train tours. And that one is like the original tour for down there. And it's been entertaining visitors since 1958. It's one of Florida's most popular attractions and for a good reason. Your tour of Key West will give you conch I view of the wonderful Key West attractions. It takes you from place to place, stop to stop, and the must-sees of Key West. There's also walking tours of Key West. You can walk around, see the homes that are there. There's many, many, many courtyards and gardens. There's a lot of actual bed and breakfasts that have courtyards in them that are, are one in one in a million type of places to see. So it's a lot of hidden gems in there. Yeah, actually, you know, I was going to just cut in here and say that is one of the things about Key West is when you're walking around there, you just never know when you're going to kind of meander or wander into some random courtyard or some random hidden little beach area or some just like a lot of nooks and crannies down there and you always seem to find something new and unique that's kind of what my experience is always is when I go down there I agree I agree that so it's one of the fun things to do when you're down there another place to go visit is the Ernest Hemingway Home and Museum it's actually home to 40 to 50 six-toed cats it's a great place. It's also a bed and breakfast, so you can stay there if you want to as well. But it's one of the many, many visitor places to go see. And there's lots of other different museums that are there to go and visit and kind of get a whole entire feel for uh, an island style. That Irma's Hemingway home, let me just go back to that for one second. That's one place I have always wanted to go to. And as many times as I've been down to Key West, I've never made it there. If for nothing else, I want to see one of those six-toed cats because that's that's got to be fun to see. I mean, I know they're there. Uh, I just have never been to the Ernest Hemingway home. Have you been there to that before? I have not been there. I've been by it many times that I've been down there. But it's just he's so well known down there and he's so popular. And a lot of the stuff that's in Key West is done after on him. It's all based on him. He's got his own bar, Sloppy Joe's. That's uh, his bar. So he's He's just a very well-known artist there. It's some place that everybody wants to kind of just go visit because who hasn't heard of Ernest Hemingway? <laughs> exactly. I know, right? Uh, so Ed, when you're going around down there, is there any other way to see the town? So when you're down there, yes, you can either rent a golf cart, 
You can rent a scooter or bicycle, and you can take yourself on your own tour. So when we were down there, we rented a golf cart, and that was probably the easiest way to get around and the funnest because you kind of can go up and down the streets and see what you want to see. Right now, I think the popular thing that people like to do is scooters or bicycles. If you use bicycles, you can actually probably bike along the the ocean and just kind of get a view of that portion, whereas the golf cart is kind of a street-type vehicle to get around on. Now, do you have to rent those ahead of time, or can you just go there and get them when you're there? You can go there and get them when you're there. They're available just when you arrive there. Make sure you go talk to the people and make sure you reserve it for one of the days that you're there. And, you know, it's, if you did, even if you did all three, I think it'd be a great, great way to get around. I think it's just a nice place to be on the out, outside and, and enjoying the outside views and the outside air. And just it's, it's a great laid back place to go visit. Yeah, and I actually I remember when we did it, I think we went down to that that buoyed southernmost point buoy area where it says southernmost point took a picture. I remember going there on the golf cart. And I, I, I'd never seen that before either. Just we randomly happened to find it on the golf cart. So that's another thing. You can find so many more random places when you have a mode of transportation and you're not just walking everywhere. Oh, I so, agree. Yeah. Yeah. What else? So what else is there to do down there? What else do we do we want to not miss? Mallory Square? Mallory Square is has all the shopping, food and drinks, entertainment, artists there constantly all day long. Um, entertainment's there most of the day, but the biggest part of the day would be sunset time. And that's when most of the entertainment comes out. And a lot of the artisans come out with all their paintings and all the different stuff they artistically do. And it's a great big to-do thing. And it goes on for about an hour and a half, really, during yeah, that yeah. And there's like flamethrowers, I think, and like jugglers and like all that type of stuff, right? Yeah, that's it's pretty much any kind of entertainment people want to give to people. Right, right. It's <laughs> actually down there. So it's kind of a fun thing to not, you know, don't miss that because that's kind of an entertainment portion of your trip. Yeah, you know what? If I had to pick the one thing that to not miss, I would say it would be that. Just to experience that whole, you know, get there before the sun's setting so you can experience it all. So you're not just rolling in in the middle of it. If you get there just a little bit before it and then you can just see it all happen and then, you know, go to dinner afterwards. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, a couple other things that are worth mentioning is there's a lot of snorkeling and and scuba diving that people do down there because there's a lot of treasure hunting that they like to do and and, um, stuff. So it's actually uh, pretty popular for doing that as well. So if you kind of want to go scuba diving, snorkeling, enjoying the water, that's a a great place to go do that at as well. So they have a, a lot of the water sports there. Yeah. And you know what? They have a lot of beaches. Like I remember uh, the one trip I took down there, we were staying at um, an Airbnb and it was above like a real estate office. So it was kind of behind up Wall Street, like a block away. And my friends and I, we just sort of wandered up the street, just wandering, just not nowhere really to go. And we came upon some random beach. It was a small beach. It looked like it was all locals at it. And I remember somebody walking around with a bucket collecting money. And we were like, what is this? Like, where have we wandered into? And the bucket said, support the drunks on the beach fund. (laughs) Like that. People were like putting money into this bucket for these people. (laughs) And we were like, okay, we might be a little bit out of our element. We we were there for a little while. My friend had a dog with us. So we were kind of like, this might not be a good, you know, hangout for the dog and all that. So we ended up, uh, we stayed there probably about, you know, 20 minutes talking to some people, you know, just to get the, the local yokel experience. But uh, yeah, so it w- I think that they have those kind of 
little beachy areas all over the place that you don't even know about. We just like, again, you just, we just sort of wandered into it and bam, there we were on some beach with a bunch of people. And there was a bar there too. There was like some Tiki hut bar that was there, of course. So yeah, totally random. But I know that they do have other beaches that are like more public beaches that would be like where tourists would go and check out. But I thought it was kind of a cool experience that we kind of happened upon this small local Yoko beach out of well, nowhere. I think that's, it's, you know, when, you, when you're out there and you do that, you seem to, you know, have more time, better experiences doing stuff like that. So, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely makes for a great story. It really happened. <laughs> definitely makes for a great story. <laughs> I'll never, I didn't forget it. That's for sure. Right. See, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, another thing that they have going on at night as well is ghost tours. That's such an old town. It's got so much history and so many different types of places that you don't even know about after dark. Oh, I agree. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. You know, that's a great place to, um, to go ghost hunting. They, they have to have some, there's so much history down there. Yeah, there absolutely is. Another thing that Key West does every year is something called Fantasy Fest. And uh, it basically, um, I think it's usually in October. And it's just a huge street party of people that have body painting. It's probably not something you want to take the kids to because it's more of an eccentric festival that, you know, people don't necessarily wear a lot of clothes for, but they have the body painting and it's out, totally outrageous. It's crazy. People go there every single solitary year, year after year to attend this. It's like a 10 day party in paradise for grownups. So it's just, it started in 1979 by this small group of Key West locals. And now it just continues every year. And again, it's called Fantasy Fest. I've never been to it, but one time it's kind of like, you know, going to New Orleans, you got to do it one time in your life. So I might do it one time in my life just to check it out. You know, I was in another town in another state that had something similar to that on the weekend. I don't even know where I was, but I remember seeing something that was similar to that. And I thought, wow, this is pretty artistic. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, it's not something for everybody, but I think it's kind of a unique thing. And, you know, it's kind of worth checking out once in a while, I think. <laughs> well, when I remember when we, Beth, you and I went there, we, we went to a uh, bar type restaurant. I think it was more of a bar. I think it was called the Garden of Eden. And when we were up there, there was like you go into the bar, but then they have this other area that looks, they made it look like a garden and they had people like doing paintings of other people in profiles of people and they were doing body art and body piercings and all that. And I, and that's what I thought it was like, okay, it's like this type of thing except exemplified. So it takes up the whole street and it's like a huge party. So if you know, you go there when that festival is not going, check out garden of Eden. It's on like the second floor of a building and they do the body art. They'll paint anything. It's gorgeous. It's crazy. Like you wouldn't even have clothes on and you wouldn't even know that you didn't because they do such a great job on this body art. It's spectacular, but I did not have it done. But again, maybe bucket list, maybe someday go back down there and do that. Check it out. Yeah. I do know people that have done it and they love it and they go back every year. It sounds like a really great um, idea for some people. Yeah. Yeah. So when, when we do go, we're, where should we stay? So there are a lot of places that you can stay when you're down there. A lot of them, they have more than hotels they have is bed and breakfast. And the bed and breakfasts are very nice. They all have breakfast. Well, the majority of them have breakfast. They all have great courtyards. 
Um, some are small, some are big, but they all have their uniqueness to them. So those are the you know biggest things people go down there for and probably the way you're going to have the most unique experience as well. If you do choose to kind of go with a hotel, there are a couple of beachfront hotels that I have been to and I really enjoy. And the first one I'm going to mention is the Margaritaville Resort and Marina. And that's, of course, Margaritaville, Jimmy Buffett. So <laughs> I've yeah. been to them around, but they're all very nice and they're all based around Margaritaville, the song. And they all have an outdoors area with a, the person that sings at night or some of the places have it during the day all day long in the bar atmosphere. But it's a restaurant. It's not a, It's not strictly just bar. It's an rest, outdoor restaurant with them. And then their hotel rooms are nice too. The next thing is, it's very popular with people, it's called Havana Cabana. That is a Spanish style uh, hotel, or sorry, it's more of a bed and breakfast, but it's of a hotel, it's kind of in between, And so, but it's more along the lines of Spanish style, so it's going to have the oranges and the, the, the different type of mo- mosaics around it. It's a really unique place to stay, so if you want to go there, that's a great place to stay. And also, the Key West Marriott Beachside Hotel is a very nice hotel right on the water. It's got a walkway that goes out to the ocean, so you can enjoy that. And it's right there, right next to Mallory Square. So if you stay there, you'll just walk out your door and you're at Mallory Mallory Square. So that's kind of a nice place to stay. So I had an experience when I went down there. I actually stayed at a uh, Airbnb and it was above a real estate office and it was a great place. We had a balcony. There was like four bedrooms. Uh, it had a kitchen, a living room, and even had like an area outside that you could go use a hot tub. It was only a, like a block off of Duval Street. So there was, I think, six of us that, that stayed there. And it was perfect. It was great. The rate was great the, the, for the place. Uh, it, it offered us opportunities so we could eat there when we wanted to. If you didn't eat there, you could still walk to Duval Street, which is the street that has all the restaurants and the bars and stuff on it. And it's like a, it's not even a five-minute walk and you're there. I think that overall, the places to stay in Key West are pretty reasonably priced. Um, you can always find something that fits your budget and still it's a nice place. And they're all cent- pretty located near the main attractions. So you're not going to find yourself really having to need a car to do much because you can, like I said, you can rent a golf cart, you can rent a scooter, you can do whatever. So it's not that hard to get around. So when you stay um, somewhere, more than likely you know, you'll have be able to get around in some way, shape, or form. And yeah, and def- I think people should definitely plan to stay down by Duval Street. That way they don't have to get in the car and go anywhere. Yeah, if you're looking for a, re- a place to stay, try to stay near Mallory Square and Duval Street because those two places, that area is going to be the area that you're probably going to spend the most time in or at least end up in. Well, tell us where we need to eat and drink. This is the big one, right? Yeah, this is the big one. So Duval Street, it's one of the most energetic strips of shops, bars, and cafes anywhere. And there's, that's where you're going to find Sloppy Joe's Bar, which is a bar and restaurant. And that's some place that you have to just go and have a burger. It's really great food. It's really unique. And, of course, it's after Ernest Hemingway. And then, yeah, actually, we see his face. It's like the logo on their sign is Ernest Hemingway's face. Right. So I guess that's the place he used to like to hang out at. So they put his face on the logo and bam. But, yeah, we did go there, I think. Didn't we have some burgers in there? Check it out. We did. We did, and it was wonderful. It was a great, great place to go. And there's also many other restaurants located on that street. They're all just as good. Some are quick. Some are sit down. But the food is just a lot of burgers, a lot of um, fish, seafood. Um, You'll find a lot of that down there. And it's just 
you know, stopping at any of the places is a great choice. There's not one place I can think of that was, is not, you know, was a bad choice. Um, probably the most, the biggest thing, the most popular thing to do there is to do the Duval Crawl. It's a Key West tradition. There are 43 bars that must be visited to complete the Duval Crawl. You can try it alone or go on a pub crawl with other people. Either way, it's a true experience to try, and you will not be able to finish that in one day. <laughs> but no, it's no always way. fun to try. It's it's fun to t- see how many you can go to in one day. Yeah, that was that was probably the one thing we always seem to do when we get on there is the Duval crawl. And, you know, there's no way anybody's going to go to all 43 bars, but you can go try all different ones with different times you go because they all have their different unique things about them, whether they're just one a little hole in the wall or they have like uh you know disco lights or or even like uh sloppy joe's where it's just sort of like a, a wood bar that has like somebody on a microphone singing you know at the in the middle of the dining room um everything's casual so you don't really need to dress up or worry about that just dress casual and the duval crawl is i remember when we went i believe we even had t-shirts made for different places that we had the bartender sign off on. And the people you meet in the Duval crawl, let me tell you, they're like your best friends. They are. Everybody, everybody's there to have fun. We've never had any problems down there. And everybody is just so friendly because obviously they're drinking. So they're friendly. So, and, and people are just buying rounds for each other. And it's just a fun experience. It really is. And it's also fun to just go into the next place you see because you never know what you're going to come into. And it's oh always- yeah, you just yeah yeah you just go for one drink at each place. You don't hang out there for very unless you find some place that you you know are enjoying a lot. But you don't want to waste in just one place when there's so many places to see. And some of them even have like a couple stories to them, and you can go hang out in the balconies and kind of look down on the streets and and see the people go by and see the see the you know, the, the views you can see, it's, it's kind of a really unique experience. I think it's something that you would really enjoy doing. Oh yeah. Just a little research before you go down there to make sure you hit the right, the main places and then just stop off in between. Yeah, I agree. All right. So, you know, wrapping it up for us here in Key West, any last minute things you want to add? I'd just like to say, if you want to have a true Island experience with lazy days, Key West is your place to visit. You'll have so many experiences, different experiences, and you're going to leave feeling like you just left an island. You're just going to kind of want to go back for more. So I'm sure this will be a place that you want to come back over and over just for the relaxation of if anything. Yes, definitely. And the people. I agree. Okay. Well, thank you everybody for listening and have a great day. Thank you again for joining us. Please subscribe and support our podcast and feel free to leave a review. Also, let us know if there's a specific destination you would like us to talk about. You can find us on our websites at relaxandenjoyvacations.com and meetingplanningforyou.com. We'll see you next week where we will continue to share our world travel escapes.